Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Answers from the Lab, where we share Mayo Clinic knowledge and advancements on the state of testing and science from laboratory leaders and the people who are making it happen behind the scenes. I'm Dr. Bobby Pritt, Interim Chair of the Department of Laboratory Medicine and Pathology at Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. With me today is Dr. Bill Maurice, the President and CEO of Mayo Clinic Laboratories. This is our weekly discussion with Dr. Maurice, in which we learn about updates in the field of laboratory medicine and pathology. Hi, Bill. Welcome back to the U.S. Yeah, thanks, Bobby. It's good to be back. It was a, a fun, long, short trip, but it was, it's good to be back, but it's good to be back getting out in the world again, too. Yeah, you know, I've been thinking the same thing. I have some international travel. I've been traveling quite a bit, and um, and you have been as well. You just got back from South Korea, right? That's correct. I was in South Korea last week. So, and part of my new role as uh, president and CEO of Mayo Clinic Laboratories, going out and trying to build business relationships around the globe and understanding what's happening in the world of laboratory diagnostics. I was there meeting with a, a number of different companies involved in healthcare. And it was really interesting because at, just in the U.S., as we come out of the pandemic and we're thinking about some of the challenges that we have with our workforce and the focus on diagnostics, you know, those conditions spur innovation because they show new challenges. And seeing the same thing when I went to, to, to the Republic of Korea, that there, too, a real focus on diagnostics through a much similar but different uh, tinted lens, maybe is the best way to put it, because, you know, you have some real industry and world leaders in manufacturing there, like Samsung, like LG, that now are taking some of their prowess and thinking about ways that they could apply that to healthcare and particularly diagnostics. So it was a very enlightening trip. Well, that's great. I think it's so important for us to get out and know what other people are doing in the world. You know, here at Mayo Clinic, we have a collaboration with the Karolinska Institute, and we have joint journal clubs in microbiology, where we share how we approach different problems. And then you going out in your new role and learning what others are doing. Asia, they take a different approach to some aspects of laboratory medicine that we do in the US. So it's very enlightening. And I think an important part of our role as leaders in laboratory medicine. I agree. I think really understanding what's happening around us, because in there will lie some of the solutions that we might not think of. I mean, just going over and seeing some of the technologies that are being developed around a point of care or at-home testing or even new ways to diagnose and treat without coming to a hospital through wearable devices, it's very eye-opening. When I think of the challenges that we face in our own country, and those really are global challenges around access and workforce and all those things, there are solutions out there and it does speak to, go back to the Mayo brothers themselves, they had this vision of a cosmopolitan system of medicine that would be built through sharing of knowledge across the globe. They were thinking, I think, more along the lines of surgical techniques, probably, but still in all, it's, it, it's just as true for the labs. Yeah. And now you have another trip coming up soon too, right? I do. I'm going to be in Latvia next week, speaking at a conference about fulfilling the potential of lab diagnostics, the road to a healthy Latvia. So again, it just speaks to a global recognition coming out of the pandemic of the importance of labs and the need for us, to, people looking to our country to say, how did we do it? Because America, of course, is seen as a leader, but I think also an opportunity from my perspective for us to learn, right? And I think you also have some travel coming up too. So it's not just me. Yeah, I'm on my way to Australia in a couple of weeks, speaking with the Royal College there, and I'll be giving talks on social media and diagnosis of parasites. 
it's important, like you said, to get out there to share our knowledge, but also to learn from others. Australia, they practice pathology a little differently than they do here. And I'm really looking forward to learning about some of the differences and similarities. Yeah, I agree. And I think that, well, first of all, no better person to talk about social media <laughs> and pathology than Parasite Gal, for sure. But I do think that of at least my generation, I guess I'm getting older now with the gray beard, but you know, we don't think so much about social media really changing medicine, but it certainly will. We've seen it in some of the debates through the pandemic. Look how much of that science was played out and shared in social media for both good and ill, right? To yes. think about, again, social media is where most people are going for information now. Even conventional news outlets are really struggling to how to stay relevant. And we have to be aware of that. As, as laboratory medicine professionals, we have to engage. If we don't engage, that means the information out there is not, even if it's from credible sources, might not be as accurate as it could be, because we need to really be engaged in that setting. And you've done such a great job with that. And of course, we've heard from a lot of different people that People have enjoyed this podcast, for instance. So I think that's really important. The other thing that's really eye-opening is that there are technologies that are starting to now being introduced across the globe, which will change how we share information and make diagnoses. As a, you know, again, I visited a major hospital in South Korea, Masan Hospital in Seoul. It's, uh, it has grown and now has a center for, I think, what do they call it? A center for Infectious Disease Basically, to post-COVID, they have a whole building now around this, but they also have a fully digitized practice of pathology. And you start to think about, as the world goes towards digital pathology and digital radiology is already there, what is that going to mean for sharing of cases? What's that going to mean for innovation and writing algorithms and other things that will support our work? So I think that's the other reason to be aware, whether not everyone has the opportunity to travel like you or I do, and right. and it, but... The flip side is participating in our societies, thinking about going to international meetings, other things that can help, number one, for all of us to share what we know, but also then to learn. Because I think it's just very important now uh, to find new ways of doing old things. Absolutely. I think you touched on a couple of things that have come up in many of our previous sessions. First of all, the need for us as laboratory leaders to be out helping shape the narrative and provide reliable information, especially in this world of social media where you can find just about anything on the internet and it's not always right. The need for global collaboration. And then lastly, that point you just mentioned about how digitalization is going to really help shape and probably make some significant changes to our practice. And maybe we won't be flying to South Korea in the future, although there's still something to be said for face-to-face -face contact, but perhaps we'll be sharing slides on a case and making real-time diagnoses that make a positive impact on patient care. Yeah, you're right. And I think it's funny that you say that because it is one of the reasons it's important to travel for business is that business and healthcare are both very cultural. So you have to be sensitive to that. That's the flip side of all this globalization is that we have to really be respectful of other people's cultures and how they exchange information. Okay. The other thing, though, that I really raise is, is something I know you're passionate about and a leader in, and that is with education. For us as laboratorians that are practicing, really being mindful of, of what kind of educational experiences we're giving to our trainees yeah. to train them for the world that they'll be in. Because it's honestly, it's much different. I think about what I was exposed to in training in terms of any technology, 
how we think about diseases, how we classify diseases was still very much predicated probably on the antecedent 50 to 100 years. So I think we really also had to participate not just in knowledge sharing, but thinking about how we actually design our educational programs for the future. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for sharing the, your work that you've been doing in your new role and with your travel. You'll have to update us when you return from Latvia and uh, yeah. continue to talk about what you're learning as you go out on your global collaborations. Yeah, and likewise. So if we're going to get, you'll have to share with me what you're learning as you go to Australia and the other yeah. parts of the globe that uh, your life takes you. So, Absolutely. and maybe, and then we'll have to uh, post more uh, pictures on social media so we can share Ooh. the experience. Oh, are you bringing Gretzky? That would be fun. Well, Gretzky might go with us. He hasn't gone internationally yet, but he's, he's probably going to travel with us domestically. So he always has a different take on things than I do as well. He notices <laughs> different things. I can imagine. All right. So social media pictures to come. I will keep a close eye out. Excellent. All, All right. Fun. Until then. Okay. Thanks, Bill. Let's see you, Bobby. Thank you so much for tuning in to Answers from the Lab. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and don't forget to tune in every Thursday and every other Tuesday.